Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast, your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to be a successful foreclosure acquisition specialist. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. This is your host, Donnie Corum, your Foreclosure Deals Coach, and we are recording, as always, from the Creative Density Studios in downtown Denver, Colorado, with my production manager, producer, and all-around badass, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's the haps, Jay? I mean, you know, I am... Uh, just loving, just loving how things are going, man. There's a lot of good things happening with uh, the business, Colorado foreclosure deals, foreclosure deals coach. I uh, got a lot of things going in my life too, so it's just, uh, man, it's nice. It's awesome. It's awesome. Glad, glad to have you here, man. Hey, listen, let's get to it. Um, here on the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, the topic of discussion is what's going on in the foreclosure market. To make sure we're keeping you apprised, we try to bring you the latest news in the foreclosure and real estate market. So one of the things I'm asked pretty often is if I'm buying one of these foreclosure properties, what home renovation should I be focused on to get the maximum value out of the house? Now, whether you're buying a house as an investment or you're living in your home right now, or you know, you're just trying to decide, this is a question I'm asked all of the time. And to be honest, that answer is such a moving target, it'd be difficult to fully discuss in a 20-minute show, but we do have some info as to what's going on in the best home renovations out there. So uh, Jonathan here procured a wonderful article about the home renovations that provide the biggest returns written on CNBC, and one of the key points that I thought was fascinating, we'll be posting this to the Foreclosure Deals Coach page too, so you can read it yourself, but overall, remodeling returns are shrinking right now. See, the cost-to-value ratio for 2020 stands at 63.7, down from last year, below the last decade's high of 71%. Now, I think it's important to note that when you remodel the property, in most cases, your return is less than 100%. Meaning if you spend $5,000 on granite countertops, you're doing at least 30% of that for yourself, not for resale. Okay, so just keep that in mind. There are some remodels that are crucial based on where you purchase a property and what the neighborhood it will allow for. But know that generally speaking, when you're finishing a basement, you're doing so because your family needs the additional space, not necessarily to get a return on your investment. Okay, not completely true in foreclosure buying because because when you're buying a foreclosure, most of the time, you've got some deferred maintenance issues. You've got some things that need to be done while the property foreclosed. A lot of times, it's uh, dramatically behind the time style-wise. you got your hot purple or hot pink walls. You've got the dated cabinets, etc. So a lot of times, you can get that 100% or even more return on investment when you're buying a house below market. But generally speaking, remodeling is done for the homeowner, not for the marketplace at large. Does that make sense? 
So we have to focus now, if we are going to do some renovations where we can get the maximum return, what this article goes on to suggest is because the remodeling returns are shrinking, and think about why that is. Why are they shrinking? Why are we getting less value for remodels? Because the market is hot. You see, when people are already overpaying for a property, you adding some money to that to get an additional return on selling it for more is probably not going to work if they're paying too much as is, right? If they're at the top of their budget now and you've added an awesome black stainless steel package, right, then it's wonderful because they're going to enjoy that while they're living here, but can they pay you full retail for it if they're already paying too much for the property? So your returns are hurting when the market is high. When the market is low, I think you will see that remodeling returns will go up because the nicest house in the block at now the best price of the block as prices start to recede a bit is now going to go for a premium because it's nicer. But today, people are buying neighborhood, they're buying location, they're buying square footage. What they can't buy as much so in a very hot market like we're in today is amenities, right? So some of the luxury items that make your house look wonderful are just not as valuable. That being said, what this article goes on to state is that nine out of the top 10 leading investments in your remodels are going to be outdoors, right? Curb appeal-like stuff. They mention a stone veneer product that's giving a much more modern look to the property at a much lower cost, right? And why, why would that be? Why would outdoor remodeling have a higher value? Well, perception becomes reality. Curb appeal is the first impression that people have of your property. So if they're walking up to two functionally identical houses, right, from the outside, but one of them's got a fresh coat of paint on it, you know, I paint all the doors on our remodels uh, red, it's kind of our signature piece, right? It's got newer windows. It's got better landscaping. The immediate human reaction to that is quality. And that quality translates into a higher return on investment because it's the first thing they're seeing. When they've walked inside, if the curb appeal was simply off or not enjoyable, not much you can do on the inside is going to change that. Right? So you got to focus on the exterior stuff because that's what they're saying in this article, that that's the renovations providing the biggest return. Okay, so when you're buying a house for yourself as opposed to an investment, people often make the mistake of doing what they like, right? And that translates into crazy paint colors, right? I saw a house, I'm a huge Broncos fan, man. I love my Broncos. But painting your house in Bronco orange, I saw the entire interior of a house. I mean, the kitchen, the bathrooms, the bedrooms were all painted, wait for it now, hot Bronco orange. Incredible. Incredible that you'd invest that much time to do something like that to your property, right? And then imagine that it foreclosed. It turns out not every buyer in the Colorado market is a is a Broncos fan. <laughs> so inevitably, some Jets fan bought this house and went, we got to get rid of this, this orange. This is crazy. Do it now. Immediately. My head's going to explode, right? I don't know why you'd be a Jets fan. That's neither here nor there. But the point is... Right? When you're remodeling, you're going to want to try to do what the market yields the best return on investment, not what you enjoy the most. Right? And that's generally the error with most remodels. You're picking out colors and paint schemes and things based on your desires, whereas a savvy real estate investor is looking at what the market wants. So today, the paint color that's super in vogue is like this gray tone. If you go to most new builds right now, you're going to find a gray tone in that property with a white trim because that's what's modern, that's what's hip, that's what's in right at the moment. 
you know? Now that changed. A couple years ago, tans were in. We were painting everything with a Killam beige tone and a white trim. Outside colors change with the times as well. What was popular last year is not popular this year. And what I've heard from a lot of remodelers is what's getting very popular right now is blue. Right, you're seeing a lot of navy is taking over again. Hmm. You, are you gonna paint your house navy? You got an interest in navy? I don't know. Navy's a it's not a bad color, but uh, I don't know. I, I have to I have to get an idea of the house, and you know, it's it's, it's a encompassing decision. I'd it is. It's a, that's my point, right? Not, no one remodeling decision is gonna be absolute, but you as foreclosure deals buyers have got to figure out what your game plan is to modernize this property to gain the sweat equity that was the goal and purpose of buying a house below market to begin with. You know, so certain remodels are super important. Like if you've got cabinets from the uh, the seventies and whatnot, cabinets have gotten cheaper than they were before. I call it the transport system, call it the the availability. I, I don't know why, but I can tell you that you can do a pretty nice looking white cabinet in an average size kitchen for fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars in parts. You know, labor might be a little bit more because unemployment's down. It may be hard to find the right contractor to do it if you can't do it yourself, but it's surprisingly less expensive than you would think. Countertops, granite is awesome, but granite comes with some problems, right? Granite requires maintenance. It's a poor stone. So because it's porous, you have to seal it often, right? And you have to be wary of that. Most of your first-time home buyers don't know that and it doesn't matter to them, but you need to know if you're putting granite countertops in, you're probably not going to ROI that investment, okay? It comes with more maintenance than you think. It looks incredible in most cases, so I'm not knocking the overall look, but you're not going to necessarily get the highest ROI on that. And as this article goes to point out, most of the ROI they're going to get right now from remodels is going to be from exterior stuff. Right. right? So going back to the countertops, though, because sure. like you said, everybody, oh, granite countertops, good marble floors. You always you always hear about these, you know, illustrious materials. Yes. To, you know, kind of counter that, what you're saying, with granite being more uh, maintenance than you think, uh, what would be like a good substitute? Or what are, what are some things that you use or maybe some of your uh, Yeah, so, so we're actually putting in today Formica countertops. They are granite-looking Formica, right? Mm-hmm. So they've got that. They've got this stone-like look. But we use what I think it's, the color is called white ice. Uh, so it matches nice with the white cabinets and the stainless steel appliances. But what, what we have found is you kind of go with what works for you to some degree without venturing too far off the color wheel, right? So if if you were – Formica is, is perfectly functional and arguably longer lasting than granite's going to be in most cases anyway because of lower maintenance. And now they've made Formica that looks like granite. You know, because we're going for a look, not a functionality. Does that make sense? You're kind of going for an overall image, right? Okay. So if you're remodeling your house, the best advice I can give you is the Parade of Homes. Every year, we go to the Parade of Homes, and I drool relentlessly on properties that are outside of even my buying power because these builders get to show off their capabilities of building in a way that, you know, it's it's like their annual trade show. And hundreds... Thousands of people get to walk through their property and see what the capabilities are. But what you're also getting is what's popular in the renovation market right now. I was never a fan of white cabinets. Not a couple years ago, I was like, I wouldn't put white cabinets in anything. Oak was in, man, that's where you're at. Maybe you went darker like a cherry would. But then you started to see in the upper end new builds a lot of white cabinets. So guess what we're putting in our houses now? You know, white cabinets. Because right? that's what's it, right? So you're looking to go with the current trend. Now, I'll level with you. It is your home. 
right? So if you're not hip with what's hip, that's okay. But just tread lightly on going too far outside of what the societal norm is at the moment because you may need to sell that property and you don't have to remodel it to catch up at the time. Right? I just mentioned that Navy is very popular. I, I have some concerns and whether Navy will stand the test of time, but you're already seeing Navy vanities. You know, it used to be vanities came in white, oak, cherry. That was about it, right? Now you're seeing gray. You're seeing a lot of navy. You're seeing some bold color choices there, you know? So this is not a remodeling show, but it does go into if this home is your greatest investment, which is the argument of the show here, that your property is your greatest investment, you want to do the right things to that investment to protect it and help it to increase in value over the long term, right? Kind of like how you should maintain your car. No point in buying a really nice car and then letting your kids dig up the doors, bust out the windshield, and et cetera. You're not protecting the value. Well, in home buying, you want to try to keep your home as modern as you can, but if you bought a home under market, which is what we teach on this show, then you need to figure out what remodels are going to get the maximum investment for you in the long term. You know, So paint is such a no-brainer. Like Painting a house is, I would say it's easy. I despise painting personally, hmm. but from a, a layman can do it angle, it's a pretty easy thing to do, right? Put some drop clots down, tape it off like a pro, try to do your best to do it right, and you can get a pretty quality paint job, right, that will rival a professional paint job if you take the time to care. But all too often, we walk into foreclosure properties and we see half-assed paint jobs, you know? We see people who didn't put in the time to tape it off. Sometimes they, didn't, they paint it around the TV, you know? Like, oh, this thing needs to be tan. Well, you want to move the TV? <laughs> Oh man, that's a lot of work. I'm just gonna paint around right here. You can't really see the line if you don't you don't focus on it too much. <laughs> you love right? those guys, right? I love those guys because when they foreclose, I simply paint over their bad paint job and neutralize the paint for them, right? So paint is the one thing you can do, but you have to do paint like anything else really well. And if you don't have the time, nor skill set, nor desire, hire that out. You know, get somebody to paint your house, but stick to neutral tones. But right out of the gate, you want to know what you should renovate first on a property? I would 90% of the time tell you paint it. All right, that's going to be the first step. Before you paint it, fill in all those holes, do the minor drywall repair, and do a paint job you're proud of later because this is make, paint and flooring make up just about 80% of the surfaces of your entire home are the walls and the floors. Right, so you got to do a quality job. You got to pick a paint color that's not bronco orange, no matter how much you love it. And listen, if your your daughter, you know, I've got three girls. I get it, man. Like if they they want to paint their room in chartreuse to match their favorite color of the week, I feel you. Do it well and be prepared to paint it back when you sell the property. That's it. You know. Like, you can enjoy it. It's your home. You should enjoy it. But please understand that if paint makes up such a large percentage, you want to start there and you want to stick to paint tones that are going to be functional for the long term. Next up, because we mentioned it before, is flooring. You know, we, we just got past the paint. All the walls are looking good. You painted the ceilings. They're looking solid. The next logical oh, yeah. investment is going to be your carpet, right? Because carpet and, and hard surface flooring are one of the first things that people are going to come into contact with. Right? And out of the gate, you know, if you're an animal lover, I love you, I appreciate that. But if your dog's got a habit of peeing on your carpet, please know that it's going to devalue the home. 
a little bit, maybe a yeah. lot, depending on how far you are. And it seems like that's an obvious thing to say, right? right? But I walk into certain people's properties sometimes when I'm on a listing appointment or otherwise, like, I just don't understand why this thing won't sell. You know, and it's like the dog poop on the floor and the dog's kind of laying there going, I don't know why it's not selling either. <laughs> they won't pick that up, though. <laughs> that might be a factor, right? So presentation of the market is very important. If you've had a problem with that in the past, I, I'm not, you know, I don't want to get called from Peter saying I'm an anti-animal, but if you have not done a good job of taking care of cleaning up after your dog, the next big investment you're going to need to make is probably the flooring. You know, there's some wonderful things going on in hard surface flooring right now, though. It looks like hardwood, but it, it installs like vinyl, and it's way more durable than it's been in the past. It's super easy to install. Um, some great options there, and it's, it's very cost-effective. You know, so th those are some options there. Now, we've gotten past paint, we've gotten past flooring, and this article, it tells you that the exterior stuff is what you need to focus on from there, but there are some things you can do to get cabinets and vanities. It is shocking what's available at your local Home Depot or Lowe's that I'm not, I'm not a super handy dude myself, but for a couple hundred bucks, you probably can get somebody to install a brand new vanity that's going to make a huge amount of difference, right? Tile surrounds you can do in the showers because tiles come so far in its consistency and color palette. They're now screen printing patterns onto tile, oh, right? Wow, yeah. And it looks incredible. And it's, and it's not that expensive, right? But in the past, you had to find this exclusive Italian stone, <laughs> from a turn-of-the-century castle to get some kind of good pattern for your tile. Not the case anymore. Today, they're, they're fabricating it. It looks good. It will hold up longer. doesn't discolor as soon. The grout lines are getting thinner, so those don't have the same problems we had before. Building has been revolutionized over the past 10 years, and it continues to be revolutionized with each generation of house, right? We've gotten more efficient We've learned to use space better. We've learned to use color better. LED lights are using a tenth the power that previous light bulbs were using. We're always revolutionizing our, our domiciles. It's an incredible time to live because there's so many options out there. You know, One of the things we're having a lot of fun with is the smart home technology. Not necessarily something we're going to talk about a huge ROI on today because it's not acknowledged or recognized, but I think one day that is going to be the case. I think people are going to judge their home much like they judge their smartphone. Right? right? What can this do for me? Right? So get with the times today, right? Put in the smart thermostat. You'll probably get the cost of it, not probably, they've proven you're going to get the cost of that smart thermostat back within two years of ownership because it figures out your patterns and sets the heat and temperature to better ranges for you right out of the gate, right? So, and they look cool, Very right? Cool. Very cool. Mine's got an Amazon Alexa built in. So it'll be like, yo, Amazon, yo, Alexa, add on, add eggs to my shopping list. We don't add those now because none in the store, right? But if, <laughs> if there were, if there were, right? So the, the technology is out there, it's cost-effective, and it makes a big difference in the overall presentation of the home, right? So going back to the article, because that was the essence of it, yes, exteriors probably get the highest ROI, but no ROI is going to be superior than just keeping your house modernized and looking like the current times. The best way to do that is to keep a constant assessment of what's going on out there. Like, we bought a really high-end foreclosure from a guy, um, a, a blessed to have met this guy, but he had built this thing in the 90s, and the essence of the house was very outdated and old, you know? In his world, it's all he'd known. He hadn't done shopping. You're going to want to work with a top-notch real estate agent and or investor to understand how the market has changed so you can adapt your, your style and design prior to doing it, okay? But in almost every case, if you're thinking about painting your house Bronco Orange or, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Red, yeah. you're probably not going to get that money back. 
right? You're not going to get that. You're doing that for yourself, not for the market, right? So keep that in mind when you're doing it. Be smart about your remodels. And as always, you can always reach out for help or assistance. Hey, Donnie, I'm thinking about doing that. Based on your market individually is what's going to determine what the best renovation budget is, the best place to spend your money on your foreclosure investment. But let's start by getting you into a great deal on a foreclosure property. Reach out to us and get you started in that process of buying a house under market. All right. Hey, listen, we're out of time today. Going to keep this show pretty short and sweet. A lot going on in renovation, a ton more going on in the foreclosure market. Guys, don't sleep on this. It's happening right before your very eyes. There's opportunities out there to buy great deals in the marketplace for well below market price and get interest rates that will blow you away. Simply To get involved, reach out to us on the Foreclosure Deals Coach Facebook page. We would love to help you get started in doing that. With that, we're going to wrap up today's episode the same way we wrap up every episode by reminding you the final listeners of the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast to not buy a house, but to buy a deal. 